Hi, everybody. Welcome to Blue Collar Talent Cup, front line stories. I'm Dan. We love the trade and all the people in it. And I'm Wood. We want to take a bit of time to highlight one trade person's experience, how they got started, what the trades have done for them, and maybe a quick story or two related to interesting experiences with their clients. So let's get started with today's guest. Hey there, everyone. This is Dan with Blue Collar Talent Scouts. Uh, I am more than excited to welcome to the show Mr. Sean Strong. How you doing, Sean? I'm doing pretty good. How are you guys doing? Not bad at all, man. Great day. What's, what's the weather like up uh, up in your neck of the woods? It's getting hot, and I'll tell you what, that's the way I like it. So a lot of people say that when it gets cold, they can always put more clothes on. Uh, that that's a pass for me. I would rather be sweating than freezing, personally. Amen to that. The older <laughs> I get, the more the arthritis in my fingers tell me hot's better. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm Sean Strong. I live currently in Scottsbluff, Nebraska. Um, in this area, being a smaller community rather than your big metropolitan areas, uh, your technicians in all the trades need to be need to be able to do residential, new construction, and commercial. So I've done a little bit of all of that, but I mostly do uh, residential plumbing, and I've been doing that for about eight years. So how do you end up in the trades? How, how did you decide to be a plumber? Trace this back to two main points in my life. Um, the first one, I don't know how old I was. Uh, grew, grew up in Oklahoma in a small town of, I think the population is 1,500 now. Um, it was 1,800 when I left, but uh, I was just a kid and the local video store had closed down. And we're driving down the road and mom points at the old video store and the plumber had moved in. She said, hey, Sean, maybe someday you should think about being a plumber. They make really good money. And then fast forward till I'm in my 20s and me and my wife are renting a, an apartment our kitchen sink keeps backing up when the upstairs runs their disposal. Well, I call the uh, manager because I don't know squat about plumbing. I don't know how to fix this. So they sent a guy over and he runs his cables down the drain. But what was what grabbed my attention was while he was snaking the drain, my daughter, who was less than two at the time, she got down on her stomach mm -hmm. and put her chin in her hands and just watched him. Mm -hmm. So... Then we skip forward another couple of months. Now, this is where everything really started to come to a head. I was working at the hospital. I was in the patient access department. And this job was just super monotonous because your, your tasks were to come in, uh, print off a list of people that you're supposed to call and pre-register. And if you get through that list, you print some more. And the next day, you call the people that you didn't get a hold of. And if you get through your list, you print some more. And that was just, you're supposed to just print and print and call and call and ask the same questions over and over. Well, that's when I found out that I don't do well with monotony. And uh, they gave me the opportunity to seek employment elsewhere. And uh, <laughs> I thought about what my mom said way, way back. And I thought about how my daughter just thought the plumbing thing was really cool. So uh, it was September. It was starting to get cold. And I was thinking, roofers are going to need people. I can get hired on as a roofer fast, no problem. So it was a Thursday. I went and applied at plumbing places first. And then Friday, I was going to go apply at roofing places. So I applied at probably 
six plumbing outfits in the area, and one of them called me back, and they said, do you want to come in for an interview tomorrow? I said, absolutely. So on Friday, I went in for an interview. Um, I remember two of the questions that they asked me. One was, do you have any uh, infractions on your license? I said, I think I've got a couple of speeding tickets, but at least you know I'll get to the job in time. And, uh, <laughs> and they said, <laughs> They said, how much plumbing experience do you have? I literally told them, I've used a plunger a couple of times, and that's about it. And they thought that was great. They hired me. They said, do you want to start Monday? I said, I would love to start Monday. After one week of doing it, uh, I remember we were pulling a new sewer in underneath the church. And I was just kind of going back and forth from end to end, observing and mm -hmm. trying to see where I could be helpful. And uh, at one point, I'm standing in the courtyard of the church, just watching everything. And I thought to myself, you know what? This is really cool. I feel like I haven't just found a job. This is this was my epiphany moment. I think I just found my career. I could keep doing this. And uh, okay. that's kind of the story. That's okay. awesome. Was there a specific part so of that that made you think, hey, I found my job? Was it? Was it the fact that you were, uh, um, you know, in an area of the building that nobody really has access to? Was it the tools that you were working with? Well, I felt pretty good because um, that week I bought myself a tool pouch and it went on my belt and it stayed on my belt all day. It wasn't, I have a new one that's a, a, a clip and it, it'll come off whenever I want it to. But this one, I embarrassed some of the guys um, that I was working with because I'd wear it into lunch. Well, uh, we're, we're trying to do work to set up this uh, sewer pull process. And the boss is walking around. He's like, Does any, I need to look at a tape measure. And I just grabbed mine off my belt clip and held it up in the air. And he turned around. And there's the new guy with the tool. So I felt pretty good about that. And then they're trying <laughs> to figure out how, yeah, the, the new guy showing everybody up. But uh, they were trying to figure out how are we going to get this new pipe uh through the hallway into this little access place that, again, like you said, nobody ever sees. So it was pretty cool seeing things that nobody else ever gets to see. But how are we going to get the pipe to pull? Because it's not going to twist in this hallway. It's way too sharp. Well, there's stained glass in the hallway right there. I said, well, can we call this glass company and have them take that out and then pull it through there? The boss is kind of like, yeah, that's a good idea. So those two moments made me feel pretty good about maybe maybe just the way I think. Maybe I've kind of got a knack for this. So what do you like best about the trades? Oh, man. There's so many things to like about the trades. Um, so like I said, I grew up in Oklahoma, and I lived on the farm slash ranch, and I hated it. I absolutely hated it. I hate doing farm work. Uh, I'm not real big on ranch work. It's, it's the hardest work you'll ever find. And anybody who does it would testify to that. So when I graduated, um, I didn't want to do stuff with my hands. I wanted to be more involved with computers. And uh, I believe that if I wasn't plumbing right now, like if somebody just said, okay, plumbing doesn't exist, you can't do that. What do you want to do? I'd probably be involved in marketing um, and advertising. I'd really like to do that. But I did not want to do anything with my hands. And then once I started plumbing, um, obviously, you're, that's, you lose your hands, you've got no job. Um, and I, I get a lot of satisfaction working with my hands. Mm -hmm. 
I love building drains and standing back and, and looking at the, the nice plumb level, well, not level, but nice pitch on some drains. I get a lot of satisfaction from that. But probably the best thing about working in the trade is because they call you with a problem that they either can't do or like a lot of guys in my family who are mechanics and, and uh, work on oil rigs, they're very capable men. Mm-hmm. But they do not do plumbing. They don't touch it. So it feels good knowing that you can come into a house and even if they, they can do it, they don't want to, you're there to do it. You're there to solve their problem. And it's, it's a satisfaction of knowing that you can do a job and satisfaction from knowing that you've helped people do a job. So those are probably my favorite things about being in the trade. I don't mind at all having, having kids nearby when I'm working. I don't mind having homeowners nearby. Some guys are just like, I hate being watched when I'm working. Well, guess what, buddy? That's not your house. You're a stranger there, and if they want to watch you while you're a stranger in their home, that's their prerogative. The only time I have a problem is if they tell me how to do my job. But uh, the, if the kids are around, I try and interact with them, and uh, uh, you know, if they're watching stuff on TV, you know, my kids are are the age of watching Disney Channel and and the cartoons and like stuff like that. So somebody will be watching. Um, uh, 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 one of the princess shows on Disney and I'll come through and oh, I know that song and I'll sing the song to them and they just think that I'm the coolest the coolest stranger they've ever seen that's probably not a good thing I probably shouldn't be the coolest stranger uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I gotta, gotta be a little careful yeah <laughs> but uh, no, I had a lot of a lot of fun interactions with uh, with the parents there seeing me interact with their kids um, I remember one time I crawled out of a crawl space, and um, the owner is there, and so are his, I'm guessing, like 15 and 16-year-old sons. So I'm crawling out of this tight little crawl space, which uh, is underneath their back porch, and I kind of get my, like, the top half of my body popped out, and those kids are just watching me. I said, you guys want to be plumbers when you grow up? And they both looked at me kind of disgusted, like, No. I said, oh, come on, it's not that bad. I've only had to touch poop once this week. <laughs> they, didn't think that was a, they didn't think that was a good selling point. <laughs> uh, you probably didn't close that deal, huh? You had opportunity to, to talk to a, a high school student or a recent grad about uh, pl- the plumbing trade. What would be one or two things that you'd like to share with them from the standpoint of, hey, this might be something to consider? Uh, well, I haven't been to any career days, but I would love to because that's probably my my second biggest passion in the trade is getting new people, getting young people into it and uh, helping train them. Uh, I've had a couple of apprentices uh, in my career, and that was probably some of the best time that I've spent out in the field was teaching somebody else how to do it. But mm-hmm. probably what I would lead with uh, when talking to uh, a junior high or a high schooler I just ask them what they think about plumbing or plumbers in general and seeing what kind of uh, stereotypes that, that are still prevalent for us. Cause you know, the butt crack's always hanging out and uh, you, your, your clothes don't fit and you're always covered in poop and you stink and yada, yada, but that's not really the way that it is. Um, I, I was pl- uh, plumbing for a year before I even bought a plunger. It's not, mm-hmm. it's just part of the stereotype. But uh, another thing I probably would ask is, what do you want to do after you graduate? Well, I'm going to go to college. Okay. 
why are you going to go to college? Because I want to be a doctor. Okay, you're going to need to go to college. Because I want to be a lawyer. Okay, you're going to need to go to college. If they said, because I want a good job where I can make good money. Well, let me tell you something, buddy. I got a secret for you. You can go into a trade school, and instead of getting thousands and thousands of dollars in debt, you can get paid to go to school and learn and then have a job that you're always going to need. You can go anywhere, anywhere in the country. You can go do plumbing and just adapt to the code there. Everyone will always need plumbers. And everyone's always going to need tradesmen. You're always going to need guys in HVAC. We're always going to need electricians. We're always going to need carpenters. If you don't have people doing these things, you're not going to have a home. So mm-hmm. you probably don't need to be an electrician, though. I mean, you can do better than that. <laughs> yeah, you just started a war on the East Coast, buddy. <laughs> the war has begun. It's a long-standing war. I did not start it. I'm just jumping exactly. in. Exactly. <laughs> We've learned fired. that. We've learned that over the last year. Shots fired. We'll, we'll have to bring an electrician on for equal time now. So you should. Uh, nothing sure against electricians. Out. Electricians are great. HVAC is great. Drywallers are great. Painters are great. Scaffolders are great. Plumbing is king. Mm-hmm. Your electricity okay. goes out. You're going to light a candle. If uh, if your heater goes out in the winter, you're going to put on blankets. Your water shuts off, what are you going to do? Yeah, you've got a point there. You really do. Valid point, sir. Valid point. So what else would you, what else would be uh, important for people to know about you? I mean, in terms of, um, you know, hey, is there, is there an idea that you'd want people to be able to reach out to your employer and ask for you? Is there, the opportunity, you know, where you get to kind of, you know, do you really struggle with this whole thing with uh, the essential worker thing? I mean, all of those kind of things going on right now, maybe there's a thought or two, I'm just throwing out things that you might want to uh, touch on. Well, probably sharing that with uh, with the younger kids too, as far as being an, a quote unquote essential worker. Um, mm-hmm. How many, how many people had to, they were told that they needed to close down their business because of a pandemic. Your business was shut down and you lost your ability to make money. If you're an essential worker, you're going to work and you're still getting paid. Mm-hmm. So even in the face of a pandemic where people aren't going outside, people are wearing masks, people are uh, 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 sanitizing their hands every five seconds, I'm still going to work. I'm still going into people's houses and doing my job the same as I was six months ago before the whole thing started. Mm-hmm. So for me personally, being out here in the Midwest um, and uh, being shielded from it because the population is more spread out, things have not changed a lot for me. I still mm-hmm. go to work and uh, still do my job the same way that I was before the whole thing. So an essential worker, and I mean, it's not, it's not an exaggeration. We are essential. We've got to be out there. We've got to... We've got to be doing our job. Um, and uh, certain, I don't know, certain careers like maybe computer engineering, I don't know that they fell under the essential category. And uh, that's a saturated sort of job market. Mm-hmm. Once you get out of school, are you going to be able to get a job in the field that you've paid thousands of dollars to get into? And then a pandemic hits, are you going to be able to go to work? 
Yeah. Um, I used to I used to uh, work with kids who were uh, or with um, people who were looking at moving into the trades, and the company I worked for actually did some where we did a training school for guys to learn to to clear drains. You know, that was all, all we could get them through to get them started. But then we'd expose them to other parts as they went through their business or through the business. But one of the things we used to point to was the fact that you can't outsource plumbing. You can't outsource these trades. They are, they can't be offshore. You're not going to get someone overseas somewhere to be the plumber for your, your community. You've got to be right there. So there's some job security just on, on that basis as well. I work at independent plumbing. The technicians are the ones that make the companies um, trusted. Uh, the technicians and the people who answer the phone, the people that the customers interact with either uh, over the phone or in person, those are the ones that make the company what it is. Uh, when people trust the people that are interacting with, that's why they keep calling us back. So like I said, it doesn't matter which company I'm working for, I am always going to try and do the best possible job that I can because that's what people are paying for. Sean, that's that was very right well there. put. That was very well put. My head's off to you, sir. Thank you. I've been thinking about that for a while. <clears throat> and you're right, 100%. You're right, 100%. And any contractor in their right mind would be incredibly lucky to have uh, a tradesman like yourself with the work ethic, with the can-do attitude, uh, and with the attention to detail that you clearly show. I any contractor anywhere in USA would be incredibly lucky to have uh, a person like yourself on their team, sir. I appreciate that. Thank you very much. Yeah. This is a story that needs to be told. Everything that you do changes people's lives for the better. The, the insignificant things that people don't think about, you, uh, you help families and businesses maintain a healthy uh, work environment and home environment by taking the bad stuff and making sure that it goes where it needs to go. Uh, unsung heroes for sure. Um, and uh, again, thank you so very much for, uh, for taking the time to chat with us today. Well, I want to thank you guys so much for giving me the opportunity to share all this. Uh, I was really excited when you reached out to me, and uh, it, it was a lot of fun. I'd like to do it again sometime. Man. We hope today's Frontline story has been an encouragement to you. Maybe you've even learned something new. You know there's a lot more stories to come. If you're in the trades and want to share your story, give us a shout. Our website is www.bluecollartalentscouts.com. Our contacts are under the Who We Are link. Thanks, everyone, for listening.